0: Well, hello, hello, friends and listeners, and thank you so much for listening to the Red Button Podcast. I'm your host, Cheryl. Guys, I am so excited about this podcast. I have been dreaming and planning for this day for, I think, about a year now. Uh, you'll learn how passionate I am about my field of mental health and counseling. I really want to be a part of ending the stigma of mental health, especially here in India. For today's episode, I want to talk about mental health and the importance of getting counsel. I'm hoping to shed some light on the topic by discussing what it really is and what it's really not. But before I do that, I thought I'd share a little bit about myself. Um, Well, I was born in India, I was raised in the US, and then my family and I moved back to India in 2019. I'm a wife to my wonderful husband of 15 years. I'm a mom of three amazing kids, and for the past 10 years, I have been in the therapy field working as a marriage and family therapist. So with this podcast, I'll be posting roughly around three to four episodes a month, and these conversations will include real-life stories on topics of mental health such as anxiety, depression, mood disorders, things like that. And uh, sometimes we'll throw in a few fun conversations that include marriage and parenting. And um, I also would love to have other trained, license, trained and licensed therapists throughout India to talk about or address some of the common questions that we get from our listeners. So uh, when I moved here, I wanted to know what this city is like, especially when it is related to mental health stuff. So I started this um, survey. And in the survey, one of the questions that I had asked was, what is one reason why you would not seek counseling? Meaning, what is that one statement that you would repeatedly say in your head to talk yourself out of counseling? And so I received a mixed responses, but the top three responses included, no one would understand me, people will think I'm crazy, and there are people out there with bigger problems than mine. So this made me realize that there must be so many folks out here that wants the help and needs the help but is too afraid to ask for help. For some reason, we have trained our minds to believe that if we admit that we need to talk to someone, we don't have it together. I mean, can we be honest? Who does have everything together at all times? I know I don't. (laughs) So with this red button podcast, My hope is that the stories that we hear from everyday folks on real-life mental health struggles, that this will raise awareness of mental health in India, and people will start talking about it. Uh, For some reason, we have not, I don't know, I think that we have not allowed ourselves to be human. We don't allow ourselves to feel, and if we are lucky enough to say that we do feel anxious or scared or whatever it is, we quickly ask ourselves, What would others think or will they treat me any different if they knew? There's a book that I had read not too long ago. It's an excellent book and it's called Permission to Feel written by Dr. Mark Brackett. And in his book, he states, and I'll paraphrase here, developing your language to the emotion is challenging, but to get the help you need, you need to know your story to help identify the emotion. So this just made me wonder. Do we even know what we're feeling? Have we ever given ourselves permission to ask? I know that I have struggled with anxiety and depression and did not know how to express my thoughts and emotions because I just did not have the right language to talk about it. No one taught me what anxiety or depression was and never knew what those symptoms were or anything. So I had to get counsel because I knew I needed help to identify the emotion that I was feeling. For example, If I felt, let's say, depressed, I had to sit down and process what was making me feel depressed. You see, depression is such a broad term. We often label it as depression, even if we feel melancholy. And so for me, in that season of my life, after processing what I was feeling, I had recognized that I had just felt alone and it just showed up as depression. So loneliness is the exact emotion that I had felt. I finally had a word to describe what I was feeling, and it was somewhat refreshing to know, I mean, to at least discover that about myself. You see, we live in a culture that is somewhat obsessed with a quick fix to a need. So living in India for the past several months, I've quickly learned that there's an app for everything. Unfortunately, there's no app to help shift our emotions from feeling sad to happy. Instead, we have trained ourselves to numb out our feelings with things that temporarily bring in gratification, such as um, buying stuff on Amazon or vegging out in front of the TV. All those things only lead to a deeper and new set of problems. Tarana Burke actually said it perfectly. I thought she said it beautifully. She She's the woman who started the uh, Me Too movement in 2006. And in her book, she states, the best that we can do to hide the shame is to pretend to the world, or at least make the world think I'm a better person. We tell ourselves we have to be perfect. We try to be the ideal son, daughter, student, and we try to create this veneer of perfection so nobody can see what's underneath. I also agree with Brene Brown. She's a researcher on um, shame and vulnerability. And she said, vulnerability is basically uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure. I can't tell you the number of counseling sessions I've had when the problems in marriages and families could have been so much easier to navigate and some issues could have been avoided a long time ago if they had just talked to someone sooner or asked for help when they needed it. Our culture has taught us to avoid discomfort in the short term at the expense of long-term health. You guys, we have to do a better job at being a preventionist and not an interventionist. Life circumstances are so much easier to prevent than it is to fix. Along with counseling, we also need to surround ourselves with a healthy community that is open and honest about real life stuff. Dr. Vivek Murthy, he's the uh, U.S. General Surgeon, and he had written a book called Loneliness and Connection. And in his book, he wrote, Loneliness reveals the power for human connection. Building community is hard work, but will help heal the loneliness. You guys, I'm a firm believer that a sign of life for those that struggle with mental health, it starts with confessing it and sharing your story with someone. Now, let me tell you what counseling really is and what to expect from it. Counseling really is just a dialogue. It's just a conversation that you're having with someone else that just leads to growth. It involves things that you need to know to better understand about yourself and to help you own your story. I will warn you that counseling will not necessarily make you happy because, you know, there is a lot of work to do to unlearn some things. But as you work on yourself, I can say that it will significantly increase the depth of your happiness. I, under, I know that this is not easy. I understand that it's not easy to step into something that is so foreign to us. But I wholeheartedly believe that counseling is necessary because we need to talk to a trained, objective person to help us understand the most complicated organ in our body, which is our brain. The same way that you take care of your body physically, we also need to take care of our mind. So here's the good news, and I'll wrap this up. Friends, You are not alone. Please, please talk to someone if you are struggling. I really believe in hope because there is hope in every situation. I hope you know that you are right here and right now created for a purpose. You matter and your story matters. Please follow me on the Red Button Podcast on Instagram. I'll be posting updates and other mental health information on there. Guys, thank you again for joining us and I really hope to see you next time. Thank you. Bye.